welcome to Las Doctoras podcast. Led by our intuition, we are creating space for conversations, asking critical questions, and interrogating the oppressive systems of power we live in. We are your hosts. I am Dr. Renee Limas, pronouns she, her, hers. I'm a Cancer sun and moon with Pisces rising, mother of water. I am Dr. Christina Rose, pronouns she, they, Virgo sun, Aquarius moon, Gemini rising, mother of earth. We are grounded in a connection to ancestral wisdom. Our work is to heal the wounds of generational trauma that is of white male and cis hetero supremacy, all while we create a way of being that celebrates, truly revels in the joy of our families and our community. Join us on our journey, not toward perfection, but into reflection, immersed in compassionate self-awareness and courageous action. Come, sit at our kitchen table, sip on some tequila with us, and let's change our world. Salud! Hello! Welcome to this episode of Las Doctoras, episode 31. 31! One of my favorite ages, I think, 31. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, me too. Ooh, I, yeah. Ooh, 10 years, 10 years ago. But, um, we are dedicating this episode to celebrations. Yes, totally. Um, celebrations. It's, I think it, we should say that we've, we've kind of been interviewed now a few times about the podcast and have been asked like how we come up with our topics. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and I think the last few episodes, it's been like just conversations that we're having and we're like, oh, that's yeah. that's an episode yeah. we need we to need like, to talk about this stop talking let's talk yeah, about let's it later save let's, it. Talk, let's save it save it save it yeah so i think um yeah i think that that's you know that's what's been happening so um but before that let's get into you know speaking of celebrations mm -hmm. <laughs> all the the things we got going on our sacred writing course is um pretty much sold out which is amazing to mm -hmm. us we're starting we're on full Sunday. of all of that love and Really, I feel so grateful to feel aligned with our purpose, my purpose, our purpose with Las Doctoras, and also um, having spoken with, I mean, how many of them, how many mujeres? Oh my gosh. With? I feel like 30 or so yeah. who also are wanting and needing a space like Sacred Writing to mm -hmm. um, it across the country, internationally. Internationally, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Um, yeah, you know, we were just talking before we started recording about how interesting it is that the more like, yeah, the more we share about our experience, the more we're calling in people who, you know, are, have similar experiences. And last night I was reflecting on, man, there's so many wounds of academia, you know, academia really yeah. kind of puts us through the ringer and there's no like, I, you know, I was, I said something about like, we're recovering academics, right? Like we're recovering from the, you know, just the kind of whirlwind that is a PhD program or a grad school program. Um, or even like primary school. Uh -huh. <laughs> like, I love the trauma, trauma. <laughs> the trauma the of, of libraries as kids, as mm -hmm. any like educational or any kind of reading and writing space, um, being yeah. places of shame places yeah. of uh wounding um yeah and so I think it feels good. like on one hand it feels good to know we're calling in you know our community but it's also like um I don't know it's just telling about you know how many people need this you know this type of space and I've always been clear to say that I think we've both been clear to say that we are creating the spaces that we need you know we yes. need this we need sacred writing in our lives and I know that for me, it felt because we've done the course like two times now, I've seen the impact it's had on my own relationship to writing. I had, when I had to write the cover letter for the LBCC, you know, I think mm -hmm. prior I would have so much anxiety, like, oh my God, I got to write this like mm -hmm. crazy academic 
cover letter and I used all the skills that we <laughs> use in our writing course. Mm -hmm. And it really felt like a much, you know, not that it was easy, but it was um, empowering. You felt empowered in it. Mm. Empowered. When I went to write the Catherine Jacobs award that I got, which is another celebration. Woohoo, I got woo an award from Dominguez Hills. Um, similarly, it was just like, here's, here's who I am. Yeah. Like, um, I don't, I'm not, thank you, you know, and here, you know, um, <laughs> are you, <laughs> if this is a fit for me, you know, I'm not going to change myself and I'm not going to hustle in this moment. And I think that's the other thing that pleasure mm. point, like bringing like, <sighs> like the fullness, the e some, some ease. I know writing mm. actually the cover letter was probably not <laughs> done with much ease. I mean, it was easier than it's, than it's ever been to write something like that. I think yeah. that it was, um, it was, it was going into it with let it be what it is, like really not attached to the outcome of it. And just, yeah. you know, whatever is meant to come out is meant to come out. Um, I mean, there's, there's a lot, you know, I'm, I'm in a whole different place in my life um, in a <laughs> lot of different ways, but it just, it just felt, um, yeah, it did feel easier. It really did feel easier. And I was able to um, I didn't feel like I had to do it all in one session. You yes. know, I was able to like, let me just go do some brainstorming, walk mm -hmm. away, come back, walk away, have somebody, a couple other people read it mm -hmm. <laughs> and then come back and, and then send it off. And the writing practices that we bring to mm -hmm. sacred writing and writing to our ancestors, which is a part of sacred writing um, are what you put into place. You yeah. did yeah. what we say. Exactly. <laughs> we, we're, here, we're, exactly. <laughs> we're trying to walk the walk here, you know? Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, so our right, so our sacred writing course, we're starting soon. We're almost sold out. We do want to mention that um, we have a wait list for the fall and we'll list. be doing a guest in the, again, in the fall. Mm -hmm. And if you are interested in um, our fall um, session, then you can, um, sign up for the wait list. Um, if you would like, you can even make a deposit to hold guarantee your, spot, your spot, guarantee mm -hmm. your spot. Um, just email us, I guess. Yeah. 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 Email us and, or we, yeah. I'm like, we, we don't have the systems in place yet, but <laughs> I'm like, can we, and there's a link in our bio. Oh yeah. And... You know what? Well, there's a link in our show. Notes. I don't know. Is that, is that the best? <laughs> I'll link in our show notes. <laughs> put a link in our show notes. Thanks, Jordan. <laughs> our editor. Um, let's see. I think something else that we want to celebrate and also announce is our magazine. Oh, it came out and it's beautiful. And we have so much community support and investment. I just love it. I feel like it's, we created a home, mm -hmm. you know, online. You know, yes, mm -hmm. we like a landing, like there's a landing page or like there's something totally. I love that. It's like a home and or a hub, you know, mm -hmm. it's like a hub for mm -hmm. a lot of different things. And I mean, so stlunita.com, you can mm -hmm. see all the amazing contributions of people who submitted their work. Ofrendas and art, um, some chingonas, some badass mujeres we want to shout out. Mm -hmm. um, uh, some chisme from Renee on Mariposa <laughs> del Barrio, of course. <laughs> um, a dedication and, of course, just all of the beautiful writing that goes into launching yeah. a magazine, right? Yeah. Just saying, this is our intention, this is who we are. Oh, book reviews. By Salisa, our contributing editor. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I I mean, I have to say, you know, because we're, you know, the theme of this episode is celebration. And gosh, this magazine has been such a, like, a dream come true. You know, I, maybe we throw that around. I don't know. But I feel like this is really one of those things that was like getting the PhD was great. I don't know if it was necessarily a childhood dream. <laughs> and I think that's it of the childhood dream. This is a, a childhood. childhood dream. This come is true. a childhood dream come true. Uh, mm -hmm. You know, my young self and even into teens, just 
having these aspirations of being an editor and a writer and it feels like you know I I mean I had I had totally decided that that was just not gonna happen you know being a journalist Mm -hmm. was just not in the cards (laughs) for me Mm -hmm. um and I was actually like totally okay with it I had I was like this you know just kind of accepted that and you know, so when this is, as this is unfolding and happening, I do have to kind of sit back and be like, when, you know, when we have those childhood dreams, I don't know, there's just some magic about that. And I just, it, I, 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 I have, I can't say enough. And I'm also speechless about how exciting my, how exciting this is for me and my inner child. Like, it's just... I am like, ugh! it's just, it's overwhelming. And I, I love it. I love every part of it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All I can compare it to is I wanted to be an astronaut <laughs> when I was a kid. And I, once I found out like my eyesight or something, and I've, I've taken flying <laughs> lessons and stuff like that, I've done as much as I can. Um, and all of that felt beautiful. Um, but, and at the same, so I just know, I know how when you let go of those dreams, Mm-hmm. And then, and it's, and then I can see this, it's gifted to you. It's like, it's like, how about a magazine, Renee? <laughs> um, you know, basically, how would you like to do that? And I think, you know, part of that too is interesting because it's also like, I think my childhood dream was also limited in that I was still reliant on these old systems of like, I have to be hired at some newspaper mm-hmm. or some mm-hmm. magazine that, you know, some established public publication and here we are in a place where you know we're trying to dismantle all these systems and part of that is like no we're going to create these opportunities for ourselves and for our community Mm -hmm. let's we don't need to continue to be reliant on these systems you know and so it's kind of like doing both it's doing both of those things it's it's fulfilling my childhood dream while also doing decolonial work you know of my of my adult you know aspirations and um Mm. I don't know I think that's I think that's what feels so good too is it's it's on my own terms it feels good you know um it feels like I'm I'm doing liberation work while also fulfilling my you know inner child dream I mean, I really just see us in, in you in this moment, like as this loving adult, you know, to go into inner bonding or to <laughs> Latinx parenting and just saying like, I hear you, we're going to do it, you know, yeah. like, yeah. you don't, we don't need to ask permission or there's no, yes. we don't need to, we don't got to get the wait for the money for this, you know, mm-hmm. like I just, or, or wait, got to wait till your next birthday. Or I don't know, like all the things yeah. that I heard during like, childhood, we like to... that's not for you or, mm-hmm. you know, or things like that here mm-hmm. let's do it you know or we I, have to I, like I'm here for you we've got the power now to do that yeah you know? we don't have to earn it or we don't have to deserve it right like we mm-hmm. deserve it by merely existing right we don't have to somehow like you know because people will say um mm-hmm. you have to pay your dues right you have to pay your dues and I think it's like we can just create it our own, our, you know, instead of having to, it's like gatekeeping, it's hazing, it's, you know, and that's kind of what academia has is as well, you know, it's just like, you have to jump through all these hoops in order to get to this level of success. And I think yeah. we're kind of saying, um, one, we're defining success in a different way. And, mm-hmm. you know, we're going to create our own opportunities rather than having to jump through your hoops, right, or jumping, jumping through those hoops. And what's been amazing, too, is um, how much it's again, like the writing course, um, but how much this has resonated with people in our community and mm-hmm. how many people have just said, I want to be a part of this. Mm-hmm. You know, I think you should do this column. So the, <laughs> you know, in the summer, we'll have an additional column. I don't know if I should give it away say, or something. I mean, why not? Um, yeah, we had, I mean, immediately we had people wanting to be basically come on staff and we were like, right. Yes. <laughs> We'll have a finance column making hefa moves maybe you know mm-hmm. um and like you so basically saying hey you should do this this could be a part of it and can i do it you know and yeah. i'm like we're like oh yes yes and yes you know yes. and i just feel like it's this 
exponential like this I can feel it the vibration wow yeah. I've never actually said that <laughs> in ways that actually resonate but I can it's it there's this vibration going yeah. on and yeah I'm I love it you know I think that's how Salisa came on you know she was kind of giving us all these ideas and I was like why don't you just come on and do that like do those ideas <laughs> And then, yeah, yeah. yeah, we had somebody, oh, if you want a finance column, uh, yeah, come on and do that. Mm -hmm, you know, we have, mm -hmm. we've had um, a few others that are going to come on and write, you know, columns that are, you know, we already have and kind of take over those columns, mm -hmm. which I'm all about. And like, one less thing that I got to do. <laughs> I'm beginning to really understand editing and I kind of love it. I'm totally I, down. I love it. It's like, we, it's, um, it's like party planning. But you delegate, it's you delegate everything. <laughs> you know, I love a good party. You know, I love party planning. <clears throat> it's, it's, I'm a good delegator. I'm a good, like, let's bring it And then it's together. like, it, we're orchestrating. We're like the yes. conductor, you know. Um, the coach. We're the coach. That's, you know, it's my, beautiful. My, um, yeah. And I love it because it's, yeah, we get to kind of bring it all together um, and then let, you know, we're, we ha we're bringing on a copy editor. Oh, my God. <laughs> That also was just gifted to us. Like this mm -hmm. person just um, appeared in our life. Oh, okay. Yeah. Also, we're just going to call in a CPA and a yes. tax person. Yes. And a lawyer. And a lawyer. We need all of those things. Whoever's Mujer, out there. Are you out there? Yes. We, we want you, please. You know? St. <laughs> Unita, bring, bring that in for us. Um, uh, our patrons. Say, why were we not talking more about that all the time? <laughs> um, yeah, so I think, so yeah, I'm like, we, there's that. I'm like, um, the other things I think we, we should really name for ourselves before we get into like the, the other side of celebration of like, why aren't we celebrating ourselves more? But naming the Because we're going to go there, you know, we're yeah. going to go there. <laughs> but I think the other part of the, so the other celebrations is, and you kind of mentioned it, but we're going to earmark it here you received say I'm like what what's the whole title that you the award that you got I think it's like I know I think I, I have come closer to it because I just read it Catherine H Jacobs lecturer award at Dominguez Hills yeah which My means that you are like I'm like is it it's like lecturer of the year right like you're like this <laughs> Is that what it is? That's I mean, I, I'm not, it's so unclear to me, but I love it. It came with some monies that I got in the mail the other day that was, should I just close? Is that what people do? <laughs> That's what we do. That's what we do. I got an effing thousand dollar check in the mail. I was like, what? And I told you, what did I tell you? <laughs> I you said, go it. buy something for yourself. Oh. <laughs> yes. I said, I said yes. you deserve and you should go splurge on yourself because I yes. think, I mean, and getting, and getting a little bit into like how we don't know how to celebrate ourselves is as mothers, as women, we would immediately yeah. go into like, oh, that thousand dollars we can use towards school, kid. school, we can use towards this. And we don't really yeah. let ourselves enjoy the fucking celebration. I'm not saying go spend the entire thousand dollars, but maybe, <laughs> But I'm saying, like, why not be able to yeah. use that money that that you have earned through your hard work on yourself? You know, like, I, I and just, I love that about you. You remind me to do that, and I need that. Like when you said that to me, suddenly I was just like, I just felt like, like Christmas was around the corner, <laughs> and I was like, what What can I do? What do I want to do with mm -hmm. this? You know. Um, and so thank you for that space that you created for me, literal space like inside my heart, you know, like just yeah. like, and I am, I am honored. I, I, you know, it was like when I was nominated by my chair, my chair of my program is amazing. Dr. Jen Brandt of women's studies, you know, Dominguez Hills, she has changed our program and grown it. And I love mm -hmm. her. She's a Virgo like me and she's already ready. Spring 2022, I said, right. <laughs> she's already doing it. And, um, the, the thing is, it's like, what does this award mean? I'm not sure. I'm going to find out there's an award reception tonight. And then the other thing is that I did it by like same way when I, when I applied, like you did for this cover letter, mm -hmm. I'm living into the classes and how I teach, how I want to teach, you know, like mm -hmm. I didn't, I don't feel like I've hustled you know, um, mm -hmm. in ways that I did at the beginning that felt dishonest to who I am, you know, so that I would 
look better, you know, in the, in the, in the eyes of the pro, you know, the chair, the provost, the dean, you know, all those different things. I'm actually just being me, mm-hmm. you know? Um, and so that also feels great on this other level. It's like, I'm being seen for who, for who I am versus who, who I wanted, who I want them to see or something, you know, like the ways yeah. in which <clears throat> mm-hmm. you're just, it's, it's very validating, right? It's validating to that you're being seen for that. I mean, this is like that letter that you got or like, you're, yeah, little, I know I'm, I'm trying to, which actually, is I was, that, I was, trying I was to like, for that. I think, I think she's looking it up because <laughs> it's something, something happened at the same time for both of us, basically. Yeah. Um, in a similar time where I got this, award and um you got this review right i got and... so yeah i got this review from my department you know as um you know right we have to go up for a review for our contract every year although now you only have to do it every three years because you have a three-year <laughs> contract i know right <clears throat> i'm like i got a few more years and um and the last couple of years when i've done my review you know it's just kind of like, I got to turn all this stuff in just so I can get another contract. Um, And there's like, there's these different, there's like a a scale that they kind of um, evaluate you based on. And then they come out with this, I don't know, there's like satisfactory and all these, all this terminology. I'm trying to think of what the other terminology was anyway. So I really, you know, I kind of did, it's like robot terminology though it's like it's not like real it doesn't it's like like... satisfactory something and then like outstanding right and usually i would kind of get somewhere you know let's say it was a scale of one to five and i would get like a three or a four and um and i was like okay as long as they fucking give me another contract like i don't care you know and then this past year um they they changed it up a little bit where we got to kind of write a narrative about ourselves and so I was like, I'm going to write all the shit that I do, like the podcast, the, you know, being on Oprah magazine, like all the work that we've been doing. That's we That's we did a guest can... speaking at Cal State LA, like just throwing all of that stuff. And again, I just kind of like turned it in like, all right, as long as I get my next contract, I don't really, there's not always this like anticipation of what are they, you know, what are they going to say? Mm-hmm. But then I got this one. <laughs> and mm-hmm. I read it and I had to read it like a bunch of times because it literally made me cry. I want to read this part because this is the part that was like, um, it's, let me see, is this the part? Yeah, it says, um, well, they call me Dr. Elisaldes, right? Uh, her mm-hmm. syllabi mm-hmm. demonstrates a currency in the field as selected topics um, blah, 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 blah. Let's see. In addition, the committee commends Dr. Lizaldes for her continued success in public humanities as co-host and co-producer of the popular Latina podcast, Las Doctoras. We thank her for being a panelist in an online event on feminist and queer Latinx podcasting that was co-sponsored by WGSS and the Center for the Study of Genders and Sexualities, um, November 2020. This was one of our most successful events of the fall 2020 semester, drawing over 60 participants that included Cal State LA students and faculty, as well as graduate students and faculty from across the nation. It is clear that Dr. Lizaldes has a national reputation as a Latina public intellectual, and WGS has benefits immensely from the expertise and visibility that she brings to our program. <laughs> What, what? Oh my God. I love it. I know. I'm like, it's a, I just, I, I love it. I'm, glad, I'm like gleaming. I'm like getting this glow from, from your review about our work. It's amazing. Yes, it's- and for them to name it, uh, what's it public? Sorry, say that phrase again. Cause I love it. I know. We she, love it it the- says um, uh, she has a national reputation as a public, as a Latina public intellectual. I seriously was crying there was tears coming out of my eyes I like texted it to everybody (laughs) Mm -hmm. um and I think the same thing that you just named of we the work that we do and that we've been doing because it's not like just this year we were we've Mm -hmm. done this we've been doing this our whole fucking career our whole academic career Mm-hmm. And we do it from a place of true, like, this is just who we are. You know, we we are there for our students. You know, we're living into these decolonial values at 
our core, you know, it is just mm-hmm. who we are. And yes, it's, it's hard, but it's also like the way I've seen it is it's just part of my principles, my personal principles to yeah. integrity, the way that I am in the classroom. Um, and at the same time, we know that within the university, there's a lot of professors, especially outside of our departments that mm-hmm. not only are not like that, but are purposefully not mm-hmm. like that, right? Are mm-hmm. purposefully mm-hmm. perpetuating these hierarchical systems and these hierarchical um, ways of being within the university, right? To specifically filter out and you know push mm-hmm. out. And we're like trying to fight against those and it's hard. Um, and so to be seen by our departments, by our universities for the work that we do, <laughs> like, it's just, it's beyond, you know, it's beyond because I think, I think something that you and I have struggled with is like, especially when we first started doing the podcast, we're like, do we tell anybody? Like, I think there was this sense of maybe shame, particularly within academia, because like, sometimes we talk shit about the podcast on a paper. (laughs) Oh yes. And that, Mm -hmm. and yeah, like, is it legitimate scholarship? And I yeah. think that we've come to a place where we're like, no, fuck that. It is legitimate scholarship. It does count. And we've been naming that. And now the university is now finally reciprocating that validation. Um, I feel like we could rename the podcast La Frontera or something <laughs> like that. It feels like this because it's that, it's, it also is that borderlands, that liminal space for our family too. Mm-hmm. You know, there is a, personal and po- and political and like career all of these things meet here in the middle and so I think we didn't share it because we didn't know if it was legitimate in many many people's eyes mm. in many many mm. spaces eyes you know it's not like and and I think it still isn't in many of them <laughs> <laughs> but it is nice to know that uh, it is seen by the the places where we work and that mm-hmm. you know sustain us mm-hmm. um and um yeah and by our mentors you know and by our colleagues <laughs> oh. you know that's the thing too like oh that yeah. is what yeah definitely that's what really um yeah I, my mentor who I remember being a grad student sitting in her class and mm-hmm. seeing her mean like that's what like there was that moment of like that's what I want to do that's who I want to be and now I'm kind of like I'm her where she's a colleague of mine and she's the one that's like on these committee writing these you know reviews and I'm like oh it just it it does it's like your your mom right like saying I'm proud of you or something it just feels so good and and I think that I'm like, what else? What we want to name all the celebrations. What else do we want to do? Want to celebrate? I know. I already want to get into like how like I don't yeah. know. There's not many people well, I, who I see wanna, that, you know. But yes, let's stop. We'll I come back to s- it. We'll come back. To last it. one that I have to celebrate is that I bought a home. you bought a house. <laughs> I bought a house. Um, I get the keys in a few days, and that's also mm-hmm. a childhood dream come true and that's also been mm-hmm. you know it, yeah I'm just I'm really excited about it and I think it's interesting because um I mean it's and it was an emotional fucking roller coaster like it's just been you know the housing market right now is I'm like I don't know if it's the best time or the worst time or what but it just is what it is and it's been crazy yeah and the brave. thing I want to so brave Um, And the thing I have to say is that, and I think this is important, is the reason I was able to do it was Mm -hmm. because I didn't have to pay my loan for a whole year. I have to say that. So because of the pandemic, we, we, our, our loans were deferred with no interest. So I was saving like almost $600 a month. Yeah. And I was able to pay off credit. Um, And then we were getting an extra in the summer when we, when we weren't working and we were getting extra money Mm -hmm. for unemployment. I literally was able to use all of that extra quote unquote, right? Extra, which is really just a livable fucking wage, but like use that money to pay off credit, which was a, which was what was able to get, let me feel okay with buying a house. 
And to me, that is such a proof that loans are fucking predatory. And yeah. that if we were to forgive loans across the board, how many more people would be would have that financial freedom? Okay, not paying my loans and getting a, a, essentially a livable wage in the summer allowed me to mm-hmm. have the financial freedom that I had been fighting forever for. And it's, it's to simple. me, that's like proof, like proof, proof, proof that if we um, eradicated all um, student loans, it would give so many more people financial freedom that they would just reinvest back into the economy anyway, right? Yeah. It's like, I, I mean, I just can't see it any other way that, you know, <sighs> we're, we're not hoarders, right? Like people no. have to take out loans. It's not like we're going to be fucking Jeff Bezos and hoarding money. Like we're going to pour oh. that back into the economy. And so, but I actually think there is a clear reason of why that's not happening because to forgive student loans who are mostly people who have loans are mostly working class, if not poor, people of color, right? You know, all the Control. intersections of marginalization. Mm-hmm. Um, and so if you were to forgive the loans, you would give them power. And of course our systems don't want that, right? Like we don't want, no. um, a, you know, the, anyway, I mean, I can go on and on and on. And I, know, that, I, know, I, I know, I know, I know. Oh, that makes um. me so angry, just so <laughs> angry. I know, oh. And so let's I get back to celebration. That you, I know, right? <laughs> this is our, our, you know, our business coach, June, be like, okay, brag, brag some more. Yeah. You know, celebrate, cel- pleasure, pleasure, pleasure. Like, <laughs> but we're just so effing angry at these <laughs> systems, but we are, but we are also grateful that we've been able to step into places of power when we can. And this is one of those places you have a home that you, mm-hmm. you know, like, that you can depend on. It's in the neighborhood and the spaces that will help you mm-hmm. um, with your, you know, taking the kids to school. It will, um, I think a home for you, even though you don't got a fourth house stuff, but still a home means so much to you, Renee. I think that, mm-hmm. you know, having a, a place where you can have your family around, not your new, your, you know, your small family, but your larger family too. Yeah. Um, That's the cancer. That's the, totally the cancer. Cancers need yes. a, a yes. safe, I did think home. I can always stay at Renee's. No, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm like, it's big, but not that big. No. <laughs> um, but I think, I so it. I think getting back to celebration when we've had all these milestones happen for us in the last few months, really only mm-hmm. the last few months, all these milestones have happened, right? Good reviews, launching magazines, selling out course, you know, buying a house, like all. Of, and, and I think mm-hmm. we also have to name for you a celebration to live into your dream of living on a boat. Like that's, yeah, that's a I, dream um, of yours. I'm, you know. And as it gets sunnier, it feels more <laughs> like of a dream. And when I see orcas, right, we can, yeah. Hello. Um, a dream. Yes, yes. And yes. I think that as those things have been happening, what has come up for us is that in us, I think we're like, we're really wanting to celebrate and we're able to do that for each other, but we're finding that it's not easy for like people that like family or or other friends to be in celebration with us. It's like, actually I have one more celebration because that actually triggered something. And it's that um, Jaguar will be going to a forest school or he started at a for a school Ooh. in a, the forest. I feel like it's <laughs> such a mom wind. Like I walk through this forest yeah. to take him to school and I drop him off. Um, and I'm like, I feel like I am mother of the year taking my kids <laughs> to the forest school. Like I found this for him and have that. Um, and what you said right now made me think of it because not everyone celebrates that. Some people yes. in my family are like, Mm, right school? like shouldn't yeah. he be learning like yada yada you know like shouldn't he be learning how to read right like or uh-huh and and so that happens that like minimizing or those value mm-hmm. differences um happen all the time because a, yeah. because I think for a lot of our family and friends um we are living very different lives than they would want us to live is that is that how it is? Is that is that is that what it is? Like I'm I think yes. I think that I think there's a um 
it's kind of coming back to what we were talking about before, like why we weren't always sharing our podcast. There's a sense of legitimacy, like what is legitimate success mm-hmm. versus I think we are very much like creating our own idea and version of success, right? Mm-hmm. Like I think in generations past, being able to send your kid to, you know, like a private school and, you know, like there's these markers of progress. And I think, you know, my kids, even though they're going to private school, it's a very much an alternative school. It's not Mm -hmm. a Catholic school. It's not Mm -hmm. a, you know, it's not a traditional school. Scholarly school or (laughs) academic uh, institution. Right. Mm -hmm. And so I think there's this kind of like, like we're like, and and for us, that's like great. We're like, yes, our kids are going to be able to like be their whole selves. And we love the pedagogy and we love all this. And everybody's like, wait, what, what? <laughs> I don't I think they just don't get it, right? They don't really get like what there is to celebrate. And I think also, you know, when we're saying, oh, there's this, we created this online magazine, I think there's a sense of like, what 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 is that? Like, <laughs> you know, what does that even yeah. mean? Or what does that look like? Mm. Um and um and when we I have mean, these online writing courses. Yeah. Like, what is, what do you mean? What do you, and wait, what sacred <laughs> ancestors? Like what, yeah. you know, this is a, like the framework that, you know, people come, our fa- people in our lives, our extended yeah. family, maybe more uh, come to us and friends is from this belief that like, what's success, you know? Yeah. And, and, and it's, it's not what we're doing, mm-hmm. which is wild to me. Um, Right. It would be like to name it. So it would be like, I guess, tenure track, even though I think they don't mm-hmm. know what that really means or tenure. They, they don't know, know. it means stability. And that's what I think that's their. It's a house. So you must be Renee. Mm-hmm. They must be celebrating the house. Oh, yeah, right. Yeah. That's yeah, what yeah. I, oh, every, not, my family's it's not been... living on a boat. It's not. Well, it's interesting because, yeah, like my family's definitely been congratulating me about my house, but I don't even think they know some of them that I created this online magazine or that I have these online courses and that I got this stellar review like they don't even and so yeah I'm excited that about this house but like that's just one piece of the puzzle of all these other things that I'm celebrating and I think the other thing that we I think we were texting each other was we are expecting other people to celebrate us when they don't know how to celebrate even themselves right or they don't like when when Tommy and I closed on our house last week I was like aren't you excited? And he's like, I'll be excited once we're like in and settled. And I was like, oh, right. Like like you can't celebrate until it's like a done, done, absolute deal, deal. Like you are in, (laughs) you can't get like, and I'm like, is that even ever going to happen? Like, you know what I mean? Like, instead of just being for the moment, right. Like, or celebrate each milestone, each as it comes, um, instead of like, oh, but then there's there's always going to be another thing that, you know, another thing oh that we have to work towards. But I think I'm really trying. And I said it. I said, I, I get that. But I also think we can celebrate this moment, you know, and, and be OK right. with with celebrating this moment. And I think that that's what that's what it is, that there's a lot of people in. And, and I think it always comes back to generational trauma where we weren't really allowed to celebrate because um, it was always, um, maybe it was it was that idea of being diminished or being like, right, don't what? be too big for your pants. You oh. know, like, like too, like, it's, um, so we're so audacious already, right? We're, mm-hmm. we're, mm-hmm. we're uh, these audacious uh, bitches. No, they would never, <laughs> but we kind King of are, bonus. witches. We're totally witches, you know, mm-hmm. in a lot of, to have the audacity to um to do things differently um mm-hmm. to uh, not seek you know 10 years straight off not to go all the mm-hmm. way through not to you know not to send our kids to some academic you know academy so <laughs> um not to um i don't know buy the house down the street with the most the biggest house with the mm-hmm. nice countertops or I don't know mm-hmm. like all these things not to make a lot of money and work 
for a bank and I'm comparing myself to my cousin. I think my dad was here but um and I was like daddy no I just did I got I felt like I was handing him like my, my inner child he's like oh you want an award good and I told him about the money he's like you won the money I was like no I won an award first <laughs> yeah I think I think yeah it's um it's the markers of success are are very different and you know it's I, I find as yeah, somebody in my family who, I mean, we were, I was raised by boomers, right? By baby boomers. Who, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Their marker of success was the the nine to five with a, um, Retirement a pension mm-hmm. and benefits and all of that. And that because you got that, that was going to give you a sense of stability coming from a generation before that, that had no sense of stability. Right. Right. I mean, so my parents' dream is they have a house, they have a big screen TV, they have a backyard, they have, they've raised their kids there. This is done. We did the American it, you know? dream. The American, American dream. dream. American dream. American dream. Right. From, I know in my family, my, I mean, my mom was working in sweatshops, you know, and her, her sisters and my, my grandmother, you know, and my grandmother barely has a, a third grade education. And so there was this sense of like, um, the dream was to have stability. And I think we are of like, <laughs> we're like, one, that's not what we want. <laughs> um, two, it doesn't even really exist. I fight with like people, you know, older generations all the time, you know, and mm-hmm. I'm like, those fucking jobs, pension jobs don't exist. Even if I wanted one, they just don't uh-huh. exist. <laughs> and two, like you said, we have the audacity to do something that we love that we have a passion, that money is mm-hmm. not our driving force, that actually our driving force mm-hmm. is to fucking like break the systems. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 to like change the fucking world. Like, yeah, there it is a lot of audaciousness, you know, it is a lot of like it's a different kind of energy. And I think it's because it's funny, my mom, as much as like I know, you know, I've said this on social media that like all this has been happening and I so long for my dad because I know that he would have really, he was always the guy who could celebrate, <laughs> who could do that, you know? Yeah. And um, cause my mom is like, she does in her own way, but it's still like, it's almost like, like pulling teeth with her, like, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know? And, um, and I know my dad was always, um, you know, better at that, but it's funny because my mom will tell me, and I always wonder Cause my mom will say, Oh, your dad, this, your dad, this, like when I was younger. And, um, I think when I was like in high school or, or if I was dating somebody or whatever, she was mm-hmm. like, Oh, well, your dad's a little worried that blah, blah, blah. And in my head, I was like, is he worried? You're worried. Or you're worried <laughs> and you're using him to like, uh-huh, uh-huh. not like it was mm-hmm. weird. And so she was say like recently has been saying, I think, especially maybe last summer, um, and that when I was getting my PhD in ethnic studies, that she would say, oh, she says that my dad was really like concerned because it was like, well, you know, um, and mm. I and I will say that my dad at some point, I think when I was getting my master's in, in Chicano Chicana studies, he said something about that he had worked to get out of, you know, the quote unquote ghetto. And here I was like, because I was doing a lot of um community work like in East LA like in the middle of <laughs> you know East like we were doing like just a lot of like community work mm-hmm. and um and he said something like yeah I you know I worked to get us out of the ghetto and you're going back to the ghetto which you know is problematic <laughs> um <laughs> but I think that for him mm-hmm. it was this fear of vulnerability this fear of like mm-hmm. is that going to be stable is having a PhD in ethnic studies going to be stable mm-hmm. um you know, is it going to be, um, is it going to like, even in academia, ethnic studies is still marginalized, right? Like right. we're not, it's not like my brother's PhD in math, right? Where fucking math is always going to be, you know, at the center of the universe, yes. you know, especially within academia. And so it's like, what is she going to do with this ethnic studies degree? Not just in general, but even within academia, like how, how successful can you be? with an ethnic studies degree and here we are where Mm -hmm. not only again Mm -hmm. how are we creating our own kind of version of success and our own 
path towards stability and sustainability but ethnic studies is fucking coming around and being yeah. uh highly sought after now you know like there there are jobs coming up and so it's just kind of interesting i think that that's the the <laughs> fear is like what how how can you live a sustainable life doing those things that you're doing so the the goal was safety you know like mm -hmm. a sense um and security and mm -hmm. Um, and it, it's a lie. It's a lie. <laughs> it's, it's a lie that you, we can have, we can guarantee those things, you mm, know, um, mm. thinking of your brother, thinking of, mm -hmm. um, fields that are safe, you know, mm. or that, um, it's just, there's no guarantee like that. And that's not, and it's asking, it's it's getting into systems of sub quote unquote safety so that um, that are they're gonna protect you. And we know they're not. Like they're not. They're actually mm -hmm. just gonna use you, you know, like mm -hmm. and um and then you know it's yeah, it's challenging like the 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 the, the hands that or the feed you, right? Whatever's that mm. that thing or the masters, like it's like it's saying we don't want to do that anymore. We're not going to, you know, be a part of a cog in that wheel. We're not going to be, you know, mm -hmm. if, if we can, if we mm -hmm. can, you know, and that's still a question, <laughs> you know, how I, I, I think that the power is so strong to pull you into becoming like mm -hmm. a laborer for, mm -hmm. you know, creating mm -hmm. more wealth for people of white male, you know, mm -hmm. privilege, like, Mm -hmm. it is the pull is so strong you know mm -hmm. it could be on a like the family level it could be on the career level mm -hmm. it could be on the stress that we feel and how we don't celebrate level mm -hmm. or when we celebrate we go into further debt because the celebration is curated by mm. you know by capitalism you know it's it's really uh, yeah I'm suddenly feel like I took the pill and now I can see things no <laughs> I think no it's um mm -hmm. I think you're right it's um you know you say the the cog in the wheel you know and, and that pull towards that and that even that celebration only exists within that right like mm -hmm. you can celebrate once you are um you know are settled in your house you can celebrate once you have that tenure track position you can celebrate once you have you know that pension once you have Blah, blah, blah. The wedding, right? Like the wedding, the anniversary, the kid, the, you know, the house, the, I'm like, well, yeah, all those, you know, there are certain things that you can celebrate and here's how you celebrate them too. Mm, here you go. Here's, yes. here's, here's how you celebrate them for a hundred thousand dollars. You know, like <laughs> my wedding was not a hundred thousand dollars, but <laughs> it could have been right. Um, yeah. And I, I, you're right. And I think that we're really trying to one celebrate the non-traditional things right the the i slept in today yes. i celebrate that yes <laughs> i mean yeah and 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 celebrate from a place of like because i think the other thing that we have to name why people there's a fear of like celebrating accomplishments is also that also comes from a capitalist scarcity mindset is like the jealous like not I'm not jealousy, but like, mm. oh, if, um, like, I don't want to celebrate you too much because it takes away from me, right? Or this, like, oh, well, I'm not doing that, so I'm, you know what I mean? There's a, a, a an analogy is with the kids and I, we play Uno, and when Cruz wins, he's excited. When Santos wins, he's like, you would think he won the lottery. <laughs> and he's like, I won it. And Cruz takes it as you're teasing me for losing, right? Oh. And so we're really trying to tell him, like, he's just really excited because he won. It doesn't mean that he's rubbing it in your face that you lost, right? And there's a power dynamic there, too, right? Cruz is the older kid right and, and santos is the younger and he's also not used to winning as much and that's I'm what sure. i said I'm like he you win all the time and he wins a few times you have to let him like celebrate and 
him his celebration is not taken away from you you know but and so I think that that's that is a dynamic too of like you know Mm -hmm. we have this hesitancy to want to celebrate each other because it somehow might take away from our worth right and Mm -hmm. I think it's and and that's not easy to come away from that because um because it it is so ingrained in us and I I think we're trying to step into a place of like let's celebrate ourselves and celebrate those in our community because at the end of the day Mm -hmm. like life should be a fucking celebration every day should be a celebration I mean Mm -hmm. I see like Leslie, right? Latinx parenting and all the stuff that she's doing. (laughs) And I'm, you know, there's always that like, man, she's doing so much. And, and you start to hear those, that scarcity voice and that like, uh, and then I'm like, nah, because she's in my community and it just creates this momentum for all of us. So I'm like, yes, you go girl. Like you deserve to be celebrated and to do all those things because I know we're all like moving together. You know, we're all doing this together, you know, in the end. Um, We'd like, I think maybe we need to host a community celebration, like for (laughs) all these people, like how, I mean, we kind of did this with the launch of the magazine, but like, thinking about Leslie's that birthday party we went to and she, how she, she hosted, uh-huh. I think there's a, a meditation person there, a yoga person. I feel like I'm trying, like what was there? It was like, but it was like, come, I'm going to celebrate my birthday and celebrate you all. Everybody. Like, yeah. Can we that do was, this too? I, like, how can we I love that? that birthday party. I want, I want a birthday party like that for myself for sure. This is like the celebration retreat or something like that. Something in the future yeah. where it's like, come and, and bask in, in your, all the, all the things that you have done, yeah. all the things, all, all, all who you've grown into be, your true yeah. self, you know, mm, I love that. Yeah. And I, I was actually, cause I had a one-on-one session with Leslie and we were kind of talking about this. And I said, there's a part of me that feels like I'm waiting for the other shoe to drop where you're on the roller coaster going, hi, hi, hi. and then you're like, you're waiting for the, ooh, the crash. And, um, and I think I'm really trying to be like, one mm-hmm. if you crash you crash but two what is it worth like we're getting so stuck on the anticipating the crash that we don't allow ourselves to enjoy the moment so I love this because we both did something like this you went to Leslie I went to Sylvia you know Leslie's <laughs> mentor and, yes. and said Sylvia you know I had this dream okay so there's and I think I can share it. I mean, it's fine. I mean, it's not like a, it's just a really, it was really awful, but um, I, I dreamt, you know, we're living this life up here. I'm living into this dream of a life on a boat, you know, and it's super audacious. And I, I expect, I've been realizing I I'm expecting the other shoe to fall, like something bad to happen. Mm-hmm. And the answer the, and the response I'm getting from my wounded self or my old messages is that's what you get, you know, for, mm-hmm. And so what the dream was is um, Jaguar and I were at like a, I don't know, one of these public restrooms where we dock the boats and suddenly this car pulls up with these white guys in it and they just like shower me with acid. <gasps> like, and and there's two replays of this dream because I, I of course in my dream, I'm like, can't that, my, my kid, you know, like yeah. there's another episode, you know, possibility of this dream is where, I replayed it and instead of like being like hit in the face and maybe hit Jaguar, I like turn my back and like protect him. And, mm-hmm. and this fear um, is what I explored with Sylvia is just that I've gone to unsafe places. Mm-hmm. I have left safety, mm-hmm. right? And the safety again is that American dream that we mm-hmm. don't really believe is. And her and our session was really like shining, like shine some light on that you know, that's a false message, you know, mm. that you're getting, um, like you don't get punished. We don't get punished for Oof. living into our celebrate, you know, celebrating our lives and our, and living fully into our lives. We may have at some point in our life, you know, um, but we do not do that now, right? Like we are the loving adult, you know, we are our future abuelita self and we're, we, we have the power to, to name the false narratives and then to step into celebration and then to, and to, to create 
security and safety as much as is humanly possible, you know, mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. but that's not even the, that's, you know, yeah, you know, it's nothing, yeah. everything's out of control, relax, everything's out of control, you know, kind of, you know, <laughs> thing, but um, Ooh. yeah, in the, in the tarot, I think it was yesterday, the the message what or maybe it was a couple weeks ago but the idea of like insecurity and insecurity is is both like true and false in that the reality is we're always insecure like there's nothing that's guaranteed and until you accept the total until you accept total insecurity that's where you will find security right like so finding security in the insecurity um but the other thing you said was like if if we come crashing down or if the other shoe drops we deserve that or that's what we get for like letting our guard down and i think that's also a wound of of catholicism and christianity right like the idea of a punishment that if you if you sin or if you make one wrong move somehow if something bad happens you have brought that on yourself it's another like a uh, uh, thing of rape culture. Is this is a mm, similar mm. thing? You victim, know, um, victim blaming. Yes, it's it's a lot. I think That's unpacking all of that is what we we do on a daily. So just celebrating the fact that <laughs> <laughs> we can what? have you know a moment to laugh and enjoy our life is kind of like a it's a thing to celebrate already, right? Yeah. Yeah, and it's so funny because. You know, this is this is our like academic philosoph philosophical theoretical like cells of where we're like hyper theorizing celebration. <laughs> but I think it, it it for us it is unpacking a lot of this stuff so that we can sit in the celebration and be present with it and mm-hmm. not because I mean I think about when I gra- when I graduated you know with my PhD and. It was like on the surface I was celebrating, mm-hmm. but deep inside, mm-hmm. I didn't. Yeah, I was very much in that like waiting for something to happen and like maybe this mm-hmm. isn't real. Maybe they're going to take it away from me. Like something's going to. Maybe some- they're going to take it away from me. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, even, you know, even this past week when after I closed on the house and I was like I that all that thing came, like, oh, my God, what if something happens? And it's not like it's not real. Like they're going to take it away you know and so I think it's what we're doing for each other right now is really trying to name the false narratives and unpack all that stuff so that we can better sit into celebration so it might sound like we're (laughs) we're like (laughs) going through all this muck but that's the that's the muck that's usually in our head when we're trying to celebrate I think this falls into our theory of reclamation, Renee, that we have developed (laughs) over time, which is you resist and you liberate and then you celebrate, Mm -hmm. you know, and that is how you reclaim. And the, the, this conversation is the liberation part. And there might be a lot of resistance. It's both. It's both. And, but then really like, you know, just enjoying this moment is the Mm -hmm. celebration. I think Mm -hmm. we look pretty bitchin'. I'm going to say, I love you in this (laughs) yellow shirt and I see your tattoos and suddenly I've, you know, seen maybe old family. I was suddenly like, we are really radical. Like my, <laughs> my creative partner has all these bitching tattoos. And I was like, I think I like this shirt. Like, I just feel, I just feel really happy in this moment mm-hmm. as well as anger a second ago. And as well as like exhilaration, you know, like mm-hmm. there's yeah. a freedom in this. This is, this is what reclaiming looks like, you know, I think, yeah. um, at least for us, yeah. um, Oh, yeah. and, oh, the other thing I wanted to say that you you mentioned was um, the idea of like, so sometimes I'll tell Tommy, I'm like, how do you feel to know that like your wife is a, you know, is a, is a Latina public intellectual <laughs> <laughs> or like, you know, that I've got the, you know, we've got this big following on Instagram. Like y'all are missing Renee's dance as she's doing this. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> it's a cute little shoulder dance. There's like some sashing. Mm-hmm. And I'll ask him and he'll be like, you know, cause some, like, he's not really good at celebration, you know, at mm. all. That's actually how this conversation originally <laughs> began. <laughs> um, and how our partners don't celebrate. And we like, come on, everything's like my birthday all month, <laughs> all year's my celebration. Mm-hmm. And, um, and so he said, he says, oh, well, jokingly, but you know, he says, well, somebody has to keep you grounded. 
And I was like, and that has been such a message. My brother would say that, oh, I don't want, you know, we shouldn't get a big head. And he even said about his daughter one time, I don't want her to get a big head. And in my mind, I was like, she's a little girl. She needs to fucking have all the confidence in the world because the world is going to keep trying to push that down. She needs to start way high so that as it pushes down, you know, she's Mm -hmm. able to resist that a lot more. But this idea of keeping you grounded. And then I was on TikTok and somebody um, posted. Uh, I Wait, you're on TikTok? I was not. No, I wasn't doing a TikTok, but I was scrolling oh. through TikTok. Nice. And I'm trying to remember the, the name of the creator. They're like Curly something. Hold on. Let me try to find it. Find what Is she a dancer? Is it a dancer? It's, a, it's um, I'm like, I don't know how they identify, <laughs> but hold on. <laughs> I'm trying to find it. <laughs> find it on um oh anyway so i think that's my i might do with the money by the way i you inspired me with your can i tell everyone about your p-o-l-l dancing (laughs) i try to use my my five-year-old tactics and spell it out it's funny (laughs) like people on here don't know (laughs) how to spell Um, pole dancing i got the video and i was like dang i think i got hookups to know where to get pole dancing around here too so maybe i'll Anyway, I saw this TikTok. Oh, here's here's this person, the curly the curly V show, um, and they posted something about that. Like, oh, I hate when I get comments about you know I shouldn't be on my high horse. And he's and then he goes, why don't you why don't we ride horses together? Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> Instead of like pulling yes. me down off my high horse, why don't you come up and ride your own horse with me? And I was like, that's what we fucking need is somebody to say like, oh, I don't. Like instead of saying I'm trying to keep you grounded, it's like, no, you need to fucking like I'm not telling Tommy stay there. I'm like, let's go. Like, let's fucking go and celebrate together, you know? And I think that that's that's something that's hard for a lot of and and you're right, it did come up in our partners not not freaking throwing us a parade. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, yes, yes. And and it is, it's um and there's something in there. There, it's their, well, it's, their own, it's, it's their own journey. Honestly, it's their own journey and their own baggage. We don't have to unpack it, and we can still say we're gonna celebrate. Mm-hmm. And I'm gonna celebrate with my myself, <laughs> or we're gonna celebrate together. Yeah. But it's I'm gonna celebrate, and thank God is I have Renee <laughs> to remind me to do it, and and all the other. And honestly, I'm so grateful for you and all the all the things that you bring to my life and all of these other um people we're talking to just Mm -hmm. also i just feel i feel more and more surrounded by like-minded people you know um who are also on this journey to reclaim to resist liberate celebrate yeah all of it um and as we speak our truth more we are on our high horse bringing (laughs) people up onto their high horses too you know yeah that's um yeah i i think it it is i think it's you know a little bit of our last episode you know talking about how the men in our lives have a hard time like acknowledging Mm -hmm. our labor and so i think it's also having a hard time acknowledging our accomplishments right because Mm -hmm. you know and you know for whatever reason i i don't i don't necessarily think tommy is downplaying it i think it's it is hard for him to even celebrate his own self sometimes yes Yes. you know and so of course he's gonna have a hard time celebrating me you know because Mm -hmm. again we're all raised by a generation of grinders Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. we dare to say like no we're not gonna fucking grind and we're gonna have success right like (laughs) it's the same it's the same thing there's you, they can't, you know, people who have trouble celebrating themselves are going to have, a, you know, trouble celebrating us. And yeah. I think we're surrounded by those people. <laughs> Just, you know, but we're also calling mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. those who are not, you know, and that's why I think we find such um, mm-hmm. joy in these communities that we're in because, yeah, we are all, you know, we're in the other text chat, you know, with yes, everybody like, yeah you know or when we were on clubhouse everybody was so excited for us like that is i'm like okay if i can't get it from here i have other places i can get that from right (laughs) (laughs) what a dream i mean honestly this is the thing when we talk to i'm on these clarity calls and we talk with people who don't have this yeah we're the only people this podcast we hear you we celebrate you you know like like there's 
there's more of us. Yes. We're, we're not, we're not so alone, you know? Um, and we celebrate you and we celebrate us and um, very grateful. So I just want to, I meant to, to draw the card, you know, the animal card was what we drew for today, my, our animales. And it's just um, the four animals, the snake, the, the rabbit, um, the jaguar, and there's one more in it. And they are together. And I've um, adapted some of the Azteca kind of sense of style to make it um, approachable for children. And the, the card really just really wants to connect us to, um, to I, th I think I'm feeling this, like the pleasure and protection. Mm. Mm, that's interesting, pleasure and protection which is some of the words that come up um, when you sent me the link to what it means to see orcas. So the other day we were out on the boat and suddenly like there were two definitely that came close to the boat, but there was a few um, away and they were just like over and over again, coming up, showing their told full body, Ugh, slapping the surface. And my little one who's five was next to me and I didn't get recorded. I'm so sad. He said, I'm so excited we're doing this together. Oh. Like orcas, orcas, like, oh, and I was just like, yes, 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 <laughs> you know? And then, then I loved hearing in the, what you sent me that their symbolism is really just playfulness and protection. Mm -hmm. And to think that those come together um, for us too. I yeah. think that's the message I'm hearing. And for, yeah. for anyone who's listening, you know, like yeah. play, pleasure, protection. And safety in... Mm -hmm in your own self, right? I think, mm -hmm. you know, we talk about celebration and the people who are have challenges around celebration is because they're concerned with safety. And I think how we're really trying to not rely on outside things for our safety, but really trying to find safety and protection within mm -hmm. ourselves, right? And it's, it's that inner child work too, right? Where we're not mm -hmm. handing our inner child to somebody to keep us safe where we are keeping our inner child safe, you know, within ourselves. It is complicated. And I think this is, and I don't want to go into it now because I think we're really good at rounding this in, but you know, it is complicated in having children. Mm. That That's the, I think that's the piece. Um, how do we hold that safety for ourselves, for our inner child and for them at the same time? You know, mm. that I think that's the constant, it's it is like a calling it's like a and maybe, you know, spiritual calling we have to do that you know maybe we need to make sure that we are celebrating our children mm. more and giving them mm -hmm. a language of celebration for themselves mm -hmm. you know to be like yes mm -hmm. i celebrate you you mm -hmm. should celebrate yourself how do you want to celebrate yourself Ooh, I love that question. I mean, that's, I feel like that's a Sylvia question. How, you know, what do you yeah. want today? You know, and I love it, but I love how it's for our children. You know, mm -hmm. how do you want to celebrate? You know, yourself today. Ooh, I love that so much. Thank you. All right. I think that's it for today. Thank you for joining us. Gracias. Thank you. Gracias. We'll see you next mm -hmm. time.